better throw some respect on my name. Gotta rip my knees, folks, on the daily. Cause I ain't really been myself fast lately. My mind's evolving and my heart is changing. Starting to see the world how it should be. It's positively sweet. What's going on, everybody? Welcome to another show from Boys to Men. I'm your host, Terry Mr. King. And today I got a special guest on. He's the uh, he's known by many names. Or one letter for short. But uh I'm going to let him introduce himself. What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up? It's your boy, Quinn Randolph. He said, I'm known by many names. Call me Steez. <laughs> Produced by Still Searching. Most people just call me Q-Dog. Glad to be here. Yes, sir. Man, I want to thank you again for coming on for this episode uh, from Boys to Men. Man, uh, you had one hell of a career here at UWF and then Navarre and everything. You had a hell of a story. Just go ahead and give them a little bit of background about, you know, you as yourself. All right, so I graduated from Navarre High School in 2015. Um, after my 2015 year playing football at Navarre High School, I uh, had no offers till February came, and I got a preferred walk-on to come to UWF. Um, took the preferred walk-on to come to UWF. Uh, started playing here in 2016, or 2015 for real, with no football, no schedule. Um, 2015, 2016, we had our first year. And, uh, I mean, as history has it, y'all know what happened after that. Exactly. <laughs> Shoot, I ain't gonna lie. You, you made a lot of ways. Y'all won a championship, too. Yeah, 2019, we won the Natty National Championship. Fastest team fastest team in history to do that, by the way. Ooh. Yeah. History in the making yeah. over here. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. okay. you was a big part of the success that they had uh, that year, too. So, especially coming from a walk-on to becoming – yeah. One of the main guys. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, it was a tough journey. Um, like I said, I came here in 2015. Uh, I was a fresh 18-year-old. Uh, I had my head on my shoulders. <laughs> um, girls partying. Grades were slipping. So I didn't get the start that I wanted to. Um, I was actually academically ineligible at the beginning of 2016 um, to start my inaugural career off. Um, so I didn't see the field 2016, 2017. <clears throat> I didn't start traveling with the football team till about the eighth game of the season. We actually went to the national championship in 2017. Fastest team to go to a natty. It only took us two years. Um, I didn't play. The, I didn't play that much though. I didn't see the field that much. So <clears throat> actually, in 2017, October 2017, I was about to quit football. Um, what? Yeah, I felt like. Uh, I felt like I wasn't getting a fair shake. I didn't know if it was for me anymore. I lost my confidence on the field. Um, so I was actually going to quit 2017. Thank the Lord I didn't. 2018 came around. <laughs> um, we had some injuries at receiver. Some people left. Um, and I got my shot, got my opportunity. And I always said once I got my opportunity, I was going to make the most of it. So 2018, I was kind of in the mix more, kind of made a name for myself. And in 2019, I had that. Breakout. That breakout year, that amazing, that amazing season where we actually won a national championship. Shoot, and it's, I was here for the ride the whole way through. So <laughs> <laughs> I remember when y'all was ass, and I remember when y'all was actually <laughs> doing shit. I was like, "Well, damn." Yeah, I was proud. Of, hey, I was happy either way. Right, right. <laughs> but all right, well, man, let's get into some of these topics that we're gonna talk about today. So, uh, I know you're big on this main thing, like leaving a legacy. Yes. So. Tell me more about the legacy you're trying to leave. Well, actually, when I signed um, for a walk on the come, I was talking to my dad, and he was like, you know, <clears throat> going to – first off, 
it's your backyard. You're going from Navarre over the bridge, 45 minutes to Pensacola. So he was like, you got a lot of hometown eyes on you, and Navarre, or Pensacola, or UWF hasn't even had a team at all, so there's no stats, there's no records, none of that. So he was like, you got a unique opportunity to come in here and leave a legacy, and that's something that growing up kind of was big for him. You know, you got your last name. My dad was big into, you know. Yeah. The Randolphs, you know, that's a legacy. You know what I'm saying? You got to have a boy. You got to keep the tradition going, like, yeah. type deal. So, <clears throat> coming here, I was like, I got a unique opportunity to submit myself, you know, in the record books. You know, when people bring up UWF, I have a chance to, you know what I'm saying, UWF, oh, yeah, Quinn Randolph. Like, you remember Quinn Randolph type deal? So, that was always big with me because, you know, everybody come and go life. You know, yes. you're going gonna to leave this earth one day. Exactly. And it's about what you do on this earth that can cement you forever you know that make you a legend type deal so coming here i was real focused on that like leaving a legacy and actually 2019 during fall camp um coach shinnick our head coach had us write down a word uh one word that we wanted to describe going into the season that we wanted our season to be and i actually wrote down legendary i kind of wish i had the notepad here to show y'all <laughs> so y'all don't think i'm bsing but uh now nah, i wrote down legendary and uh like I said, since the beginning, it's been about leaving a legacy and being legendary. So, um, 2019, we won it all. Um, I broke I broke a lot of wide receiver records. Um, so, I, I believe that I left my legacy like I wanted to. I, I agree. I agree, Sue. Because, yeah, when it comes down to me talking with the people now, because I came through two different – actually, three different generations of UWF. Right. Especially with the football. I see the wide receivers out there. I was like, man, if you ain't if you ain't Rod or Steve, I don't know who you is. Right, 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 <laughs> so right, right. I, I hold you to these two, like of a caliber, because I was like, y'all left this this mark that I said, if you ain't coming like this, man, I don't even think y'all should even be playing at UWL. Right. So you did leave that legacy. Right. So, uh, but you just started talking about like you know 2019 and everything. Wasn't you about to go into the draft. I thought you was about to go to the draft. I heard you was training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 2019, um, after 2019, <coughs> well, let's let's backtrack. So yeah. I wasn't playing that much those years prior. So going into 2019, I was just excited to play. I had no, well, as a kid, I had aspirations to play in the league. But seeing how <clears throat> I had to go D2, I was preferred walk on. I didn't play that much. And the NFL was the slightest thing in the back of my head. So as the season was going on, 2019, towards the end, and then I had that great national championship game, people was like, AQ, like, what's up with the NFL? And I was kind of like, man, you know, it's already 1% of people that make it yeah. to the NFL, yeah. let alone trying to come from a small school like this. So I was kind of like, you know what I'm saying? The NFL, that would be cool. Da, 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 da. <laughs> so after like a couple weeks after the buzz that I was getting a couple weeks after the national championship is what made me realize like, yo, I might actually like have a better shot than I think I do going to yeah. the league. You know, I had random people on Twitter DMing me like, Hey bro, I watched the national championship, bro. You are like, I got different news reporters hitting me up. Like, can we, can we give you an interview? Can we do this and this and this and all this other stuff? And, Coach Shinnick talking about, hey, I talked to a couple of scouts in the NFL that mentioned your name. So I'm kind of like, okay, this is getting really and really. <laughs> so <clears throat> 2019 happened. Go into my offseason training for the NFL in 2020, and then that's when the world changed. Thanks. You know, that's when COVID first really hit. We went on lockdown. 
Um, so that was a, a weird year for the world, not even just America or nothing. It was a weird year for the world. So um, my pro day actually got canceled a week before, like exactly seven days before my pro day was supposed to happen. My pro day got canceled. Um, the NFL didn't allow nobody to travel due to COVID. We was going on lockdown. Um, so that put a little determinant on my process, but I was still excited. I was still thinking that there was hope, you know, and then actually two weeks before the draft, the Jacksonville Jaguars called me. Now I missed a call. I didn't know what the number was. (laughs) I missed a call. They left a voicemail. I forgot buddy's name, but he was like, Hey, I'm a scout for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Just calling you. Give me a call back when you cancel. I'm rushing. Like, damn, like call him back he's like yo um we like what we saw on film um blase blase we just want to let you know that you on the draft board like we got you on the draft board <laughs> for like later rounds like five and six so like stay by your phone whatever day that was wednesday at the draft whatever he was like stay by your phone those days because we got you on our board so now i'm like damn like shit about to get real. yeah this is real <laughs> life like i'm like I know not many people get these calls, like, and yeah. I know, like, the dudes that people know they go into the NFL, they probably get every team calling them. But for me, I was just like, my, my, you know, my story, I didn't even, I wasn't even playing. I only played two years for real at UWF. Um, but so that call with the Jacksonville Jaguars happened, so I was like, oh, snap, like, this is real. <clears throat> Draft goes by. Of course, I didn't get the call. <clears throat> and uh, then I was hoping to get drafted, uh, get signed, um, as a free agent, yeah. as an undrafted free agent, things didn't work out for me. Um, uh, going into the NFL, I didn't realize how much of the business side yeah. that you need to know. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, that's a business. That's a billion-dollar business. Exactly. So, <laughs> excuse me. I had an agent and all that stuff, but uh agent wasn't up to par like I believed he should have been um, and things like that. So, COVID, agency, business, all that stuff happened. Nothing panned out. So, then I was – in a kind of a slump, like, man, like, I would just feel like I deserve some type of shot, you know what yeah. I'm saying? But everything was getting canceled. That whole year of NFL, there was nobody in the stands. Like, it was a super weird year. And then I was like, okay, so when things get back to normal, maybe it'll bounce back. 2021 came back. They had this year just now, and nothing nothing shook for me. So I was like, man, kind of in a slump, like, in my own head, like, you know, playing football for – over a decade, it's like, it's all I know. So, like, then it was like, I, I just went two years without playing football. Like, this is mad weird. Um, I ended up firing my agent, though. Because um, I was just like, you know what I'm saying? I really just got you on contract for no reason. Like, I know he's probably trying and all that stuff, but he would, for the season I had, I feel like it wouldn't have been that hard to, you know. Market you. Yeah, yeah. straight up. So, but nah, um, nothing panned out from it. I kind of. I don't want to say I went into a depression, but like I kind of went. I wasn't. You know what I'm saying I wasn't really myself. It was kind of hard, you know, going around and people being like, "Yeah, Q, what's up, man? Like anybody call you?" I'm like, "Nah, Q, what's up, man? You should be in the league. Appreciate it." Like, yeah. "Q, what's up, man?" Da 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 da. And then it was kind of like real life hit, and I was like, "Man, I, you know what I'm saying I got to get money. I can't be sitting here pouting about the league." But after that, that's what it was. Yeah, because yeah, especially. <laughs> Like, the hopes got up. Right. And they got toyed with in a way. And then it's really, like, you're, like, this close to your dream. Then you guys kind of re-snatched away from you. Right. And then, but 
just like saying you became like one percent of the people that actually ever got to that call. Right. There's a lot of people don't even get right there. Right. And you never know. Hey, so you still training though? Yeah, I am. Uh, actually, we are gonna talk about that a little later, <laughs> in the, a little later on the, in, the, in the show. But yeah, I am. Um, okay. But yeah, uh, yeah. So like you said, one percent of people get that call. So like. Even on my on my on my on my darkest days where I was like, man, like watching an NFL game, like I'm like, that boy just dropped the ball, like I would have caught that. Yeah. In my head, I'm still like giving myself accomplishments, like, man, I still had like the Jacksonville Jaguars call my phone, like, exactly. You know what I'm saying? And that's a Florida yeah. team too. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, it'll been, that'll be in a really uh, a, a super story because think about it, you. You came from the bar. Right. You went to basically, like you said, your backyard. backyard yeah. And now you're going basically to your other backyard of a professional football team. That would have been – look, that was like something that really just like out of the movies. It yeah. Can't be, can't be written right, but it's it's real. Yeah. And the boys only won two games. Jacksonville, that's what you get. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. To, they try to sign Tebow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was the problem. <laughs> but, uh, no, nah, I just kept trying to get myself um, – I don't want to say a bit of closure, but I was like, you know, you still did tremendous stuff. Like, yeah. that's never going away. Like, they can't take my natty from me. Everybody knows how close I was to going to the league. And, you know, people still out there still believe that I should have been in the league. And I believe, so I can't take that away from myself. And you never know. Right. What's the future hold? You never know. But let's go ahead. All right. So we talked about a little bit after, you know, football in 2019, that the highs and lows, the roller coaster ride you've just been on. Right. But – I re-ran into you at the UWF football game when you was DJing. Yeah. So yeah. that kind of threw me for a loop because yeah. I was I was just like, wait, what? <laughs> he a DJ now? I was, but I remember he was doing stuff at uh in three eight three or whatever room y'all was in yep. at the next. Yeah. You're producing yep. little stuff. Yeah. So how did all wait time about okay. say, how did all that even come about in the first place? All right, 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 right. Okay, so now we gotta go. We keep chopping, jumping in the time machine. <laughs> We're going back. All right, 2016. I met my homeboy Kevin Grant, KG. Oh yeah, KG. Hey, that's who told. That's who told me about uh, you was about to go in the draft because okay. I ran into him. I, I work out in time fitness on yeah. my mile. He was working at Hibbets. Yeah, I went in there. Yeah, yeah. I had to go get him some compression shorts because yeah. you know doing legs. Right. And, Got to show him off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, shout out to KG, by the way. Um, so he was like my my right-hand man in 2016 at the time, and uh, that was back when I wasn't playing as much. Um, but uh, one day, you know, we was just chilling in the, in the dorms. Like, man, we need some money. Like, we got to hustle something. So I was like, hey, <clears throat> I'll be rapping. And he like, what? I was like, yeah, bro, I spit something. He like, spit something. I spit something. He like, okay, you know, I got a little something to you. I'm like, yo, like everybody think, like, let me get a mic real quick, bro, and we going to rap and we going to blow up in six days and we going to be rich forever. <laughs> so we go by the mic, bro. We actually got the mic sent to the um, post office in the in here in the comments. So <laughs> go get the mic. And then KG's like, yo, I got this um, – this beat making software on my laptop I, I got like the crack version of it the legally downloaded version i had it on my laptop for years bro my homeboy got it i don't know what it is so i'm like what you mean you, you make beats like you got something you can make beats on he's like yeah i said like, bro you you gonna make the beats i'm gonna rap we're gonna blow up so kg he like a geek like he real smart when it comes to technology so yeah. excuse me he figure out 
it's the the software called Fruity Loops, Fruity Loops Studio, FL Studios, real famous. A lot of your favorite, yeah, you know I, what I'm saying, producers be they use, use that. They use that. They do that shit. <laughs> so KG go to learning YouTube how to make beats. Da, 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 da. So I'm a real impatient dude. Something I gotta work on. So I'm like, dang KG, like come on, bro. Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We got the mic, we recorded nothing. He like, yo, it's hard to make beats. Like I'm learning. So I'm like, dang, bro. So the first couple beats KG made, of course they. They wasn't it. Trash. Yeah, they wasn't it, bro. I'm like, I can't rap on this. So I would have him. He'd be cooking up a beat all day. One beat would take him, like, three days. But, I mean, we was just learning. So, like, you got to – I should have, you know what I'm saying, been patient with the man. But yeah. I would hear the beat, like, nah, let's go get something off YouTube, bro. Like, I got to go get an instrument off YouTube. You can't <laughs> cut it. So that went on for a couple weeks. <clears throat> and then uh, I didn't really understand, like – the ins and outs of some music, like, I had to learn how to engineer my vocals. Like, I thought I'd just get on this mic like this, rap it, you could put it out. So, we kept going back and forth. Now we start arguing. I'm like, I can't rap on your beats. He's like, how about you make your own beats? I looked at the software, like, boy, that look like Chinese. Like, <laughs> I'm not finna do that. Like, that's what you're here for. So, he was getting mad. Like, I'm not finna, I'm not doing this for you. Like, I'm not finna keep making a beat. You telling me it's sorry, da, da, da. make your own beats. So I was kind of like, nah, nah, nah. Then one day I was like, man, give it to me. Like, give me the software, bro. So he got me the software and he showed me how to make beats. So then I put the rap into the side for a little bit, start cooking up on the beats, and I was making complete trash. Doo-doo. <laughs> but I was releasing it. Like, I'm just, like, hype. Like, y'all, I can make a beat. It was trash, garbage can. If I could go back, I would never have released that. <laughs> but uh, so that was 2016, so... 2016, me and KG started our whole music journey. But in the meantime, we were still playing football. Yeah. So it's kind of hard to find a balance because football, job, like we was doing that shit all day. Yeah. From, from basis from sun, sun up, up to sundown. Sun then we would have to go in the dorm. Yeah, tutor and study hall. Yeah. Then go back to the dorms and kind of try to be quiet because we can't be blaring music because people, go, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So. <clears throat> We started the music. My coach wasn't too proud of it because, like I said back then, I was my head wasn't on. I wasn't getting good grades, and I was doing this music stuff too. So he was like, "Where's your focus at?" Like, anyways. So for since 2016, I've been producing. So I'm on my sixth year producing. Anyways, we just me and KG steadily getting better and better and better and better and better. Then 2017, we actually made like a UWF football theme song, right? With Twan, my boy Twan who was one of the best rappers I knew. I wish he would have stuck with it, but whatever. Yeah. We made a beat. I made a beat in fall camp one night after fall camp. And that's crazy because fall camp go from like 7 in the morning to 11 at night. So I Damn. that night I got home. I said, I'm finna, KG, I'm finna make a beat for the football team. Made a beat. Took it to KG the next day. He heard it. He like, oh, this hard. Let me put something on it. Let KG put something on it. Took it to Tuan. I was like, yo, rap on this about the season coming up. And we're going to drop it. Like, it's, you know what I'm saying? My thought was, we're going to make this. I'm going to get it to Dave Scott. Dave Scott going to play this at the Wahoo <laughs> Stadium. We're going to, you know what I'm saying? we getting revenue, right? we getting it, you know what I'm saying? Make the song. Took the song. And then Coach Shinnick, like, listen to it. Coach Shinnick, like, it's kind of smooth. Like, <laughs> now Shinnick playing it at practice. And then that year in the song, we was talking about how we was going all the way. That year we went to the Natty. Yep. So that was kind of like a point in our music career that people was kind of like, Y'all, yeah, 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 yeah y'all doing something. You know what I'm saying? Like, it still ain't there, but like, keep going. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like they done made it. They done made a whole song like that's getting played at practice. Like they done made it. Y'all made this beat. Like this beat kind of. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So throughout the years, we just been progressing, and uh, 
like I said, now I'm on my sixth year. I think my beats are cold now. KG beats cold now, but we steadily was trying to gain respect from people around us, our peers. Like they really like now people you come up to people like you know what I'm saying? Q, Yo. be on that music shit. Like Yo. KG, me on that music. Like that's something they you, do. You, we didn't want we didn't want to just be known as athletes. Like yeah. you know what I'm saying? We wanted to have more to our character. More than the athletes. Right. So back yeah. back to the DJ where you caught me at. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all know y'all was throwing them 484 parties. Exactly. That was like, so, <laughs> I was like, damn, we could have had a whole other DJ. Because <laughs> our whole problem was, out of all our DJs, mm-hmm. all right, we had kicked one out because something. Right. The other one was traveling back from Tampa. Okay. And half the time he wasn't making it back here. And right. then, like, he's not here on a day-to-day, so he can't really. Right. And then... The other one trying to throw parties with everybody else too. So I was like, <laughs> I was like, bro, we got stuff planned. You you already booked out. So how the heck you gonna be a right. part of the thing? So I was like, because I knew y'all started doing y'all shit at three eight, uh, four six six or yeah, whatever. Uh, yeah, four, yeah, yeah, four six right, six right, or right. something. Right. I was like, oh shit. But see, when we start doing the beats, yeah, <clears throat> KG was always like, bro, you need to. DJ as well, and I used to be like, damn, like I'm just learning yeah. the beats. Like DJing is a whole another thing. I'm gonna have to learn. Like, damn, what? Like, I got enough. I don't got enough 24 hours in 24 hours to learn that. Like, I'm still learning this. He used to be on my ass, like Q, yeah, like, DJ, bro. Like, you know what I'm saying? Because <clears throat> we would throw parties in our room. Exactly. Everybody like Q, get on the aux. So he like, bro, they come to you for your music. Why you don't just learn DJing? He's like, I'll go half on you with a board. That was for like years. Yeah. So, 2019 summer before the season. Wait, yeah, it was just after the season. What had to be before? I can't remember. Mm-hmm. Whatever. I took a trip to Virginia. Okay. That's where I moved from to here. I moved from Virginia to Florida. Yeah. So I did elementary school in Virginia. I'm still tight with my elementary school homies. Still yeah. tight to this day. Shout out Jay Spady, Jeff, <laughs> Cam. Shout out to y'all. So. I went back up there. My boy Jordan's a DJ up there. So he got a room where he just got the board. So that whole weekend, he was just spinning. I'm just watching, like, damn, that shit is, that shit is hard. Like, he going crazy. Like, I really think I can do that. So I'm like, teach me. So he teach me the basics. I order from Amazon a board. The next day. Come on. When I touch back down to Florida. The board is already there. Come on, I need it. So. Got home, got the board. I showed KG. He's like, bro, this is five years too late. <laughs> I'm like, man, but hey, it's here though. Better late than never. Exactly. Learn DJing. Get. I, I, I wasn't as acclimated, you know what I'm saying, as I am now, but I felt like I had a good understanding. So one day I hit up Shinnick like, hey, let me come DJ a practice. And Shinnick's all, you know what I'm saying, Shinnick rock with me to this day. Shout out to you, Coach Shinnick. He's like, come on. He's like, come on. Like, bro, I don't care. So I was like, bet. Go out there with DJ, turn them boys up. Garen, you know Garen, like, the, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, okay. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah, like, had a game ops or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Garen was actually walking his dog at that practice. So he heard me DJing. So <clears throat> one day, like a week later, he texts me, like, yo, Quentin, this Garen, da da da. Um, come holler at me, like, about DJing, possibly game. at the games, at the Wahoo Stadium. So I'm like, dang. And at that time, yeah. my boy Ed, Big Ed, uh, Big Ed Head Honcho, 
he was working at Seville. Yeah. That's how I got in at Seville. So I was DJing at Seville too. Um, see, I didn't even know about all. See, yeah, yeah. See, we gonna get this. Hold on, we gonna yeah, yeah. We gonna get to Seville, but I was doing show. I was doing gigs at Seville, and then I did the gig with Shinnick, and then Garen was there. So Garen calls me. He's like, "I seen you been at Seville, and then I heard you last night at practice, practice and it was hard. So come talk to me. Go there." He was like, um, "We try. We've been trying to get a DJ for this year, but they was talking to some dude that DJs." For the Harlem Globetrotters when they travel, I know exactly who you're talking about. Okay, because actually I know that guy because I grew up with him. Okay, okay. <laughs> but like he, it was out. Okay, he, he had a busy schedule the right, whole exactly. last year. Okay, but so right. Yeah. Okay, so Garen's telling me like, yeah, we want this dude, but he works with the Globetrotters, so we not his main focus. Da 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 da. And his price because he worked for the Globetrotters. Is that, okay? It's up, up through the roof. roof. <laughs> so he was like, why not? Why won't I? I was thinking. I was telling like the team, like, why not have you DJ somebody that's already played VWF? You know these dudes. Yeah. You know what they want to hear game day. You know what I'm saying? And you're really doing it for the love because you just started. Yeah. But we gonna pay you, and then the price they was paying me was way more than I was getting at that's Seville. A <laughs> yes. So I'm like, I'm doing this for less time, and I'm getting paid you know way more. So to me, this was like they put an M on the table. I'm like, oh yeah, like, <laughs> that's it. You know what I'm saying? Y'all paying me this, and I get to turn my dogs up. And I just started DJing. I haven't even been in this a year. I've already worked at Seville, and now I'm about to DJ. Yeah, at the, you know what I'm saying? So shout out to Garen and UWF for trusting me. But then that's where you caught me. That, you know, I, I think that was like my first day on the job. I look up. I was like, hold up, <laughs> ain't that cute? I was like, bro. It threw me off a loop because I was like, I know you make beats, right. but when the hell he started DJing? Right. I was like, I was like, I started, I went to flashback in the, I went to the time machine, like, all right, go back in the time machine. I was like, what the fuck? We could have used him. Right. And then I was like, we got to kept shit going. Right, exactly. I was already sick, bro. I was like, dang. Once I started DJing, I was like, I could have been, like, this really could have been it. And KG still remind me to this day, like, he just bring it up randomly, like, yeah, you know, we could have been making money. <laughs> Way big, <laughs> like you know, what I'm saying, you know, he could have been up, up type, type deal, and I was like, yeah. So, but shout out to the Wahoo Stadium and stuff, you know. They really, you know, what I'm saying, took a chance, yeah. And I really feel like that brought a new energy and some new flavor to Wahoo's new flavor to game days. Yeah. Like I was playing stuff in there, you would have never heard. Like I'm dropping, Fanta- regular, you know, what I'm saying, I'm dropping Fantasia at halftime. <laughs> like you know, what I'm saying, like hey, and I, I was, I was on the camera, but low key, I'm up in there, like. Oh, yeah, I'm fucking with Jiggy it. I'm like, I'm like, dang, I got to be stuck on this camera. I can't move. But I said, I'm moving, but I can't move. Yeah. No. yeah. But um, back to Seville. Yes. So I go to Seville. My boy Ed worked there. He like, come meet the head dude. I meet the head dude. Now, <clears throat> Seville was a big learning experience um, in the business of DJ. And, of course, I didn't know t- too much about it. You know, shout out to Ziggy. I hit Ziggy up when I first got my board and asked him, like, pretty much, like, how did he go about landing gigs and stuff? Because yeah. I remember one day they put Ziggy in Seville, and that's probably the most lit night Seville ever had. I, 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 I <laughs> But then he was like, I don't rock with Seville. Yeah. But I didn't know why, but I kind of knew. And, yeah. I mean, you probably know, but yeah. I ain't going to say it. But yeah, trust me. I, I, okay. You, you, hey. Right. It's, it's up there. It's, you know what I'm saying? It's under the end. I ain't going to run, though. But, yeah, okay. I know what they're talking about. <laughs> right. So, but anyways, I was – I just wanted to do talk about leaving a legacy. Yeah, I was like, damn, I've been going to this club since I was eighteen. Now, now I'm about people, to DJ. I know not that many people can say they DJ at in the club, right? They you know, come on, now. So I talked to the head dude. 
he kind of giving me bad vibes off the dribble, trying to tell me what music to play, what he don't want to hear, da 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 da. But I was kind of like, when I get in this, I'm gonna do whatever okay. I want. So the first day I DJed there, he actually went out of town. Oh, so you was got. <laughs> So I blacked out. That's it, hey, that's, it, that's, right. it, that's what he fucked up. Yeah, right, right. So I blacked out, right? So I was telling him, like, and the, and the thing was, they didn't even have me in the main dance floor. They had me in the little beer pong room that niggas walked through to get to. I know exactly what you're talking right. about. Yeah. That probably was litter than the other part. Right. So, okay. So I'm like, yo, I was telling him, like, hey, um, as humble as I can be, I'm like, yo, I can bring people out here. Like, right. if I say I'm DJing, like, they're going to pop out. And he was telling me, I want more engagement with the college kids. You know what the college kids want to hear. But then he would tell me, I don't want to hear this. And I'm like, okay, but you just told me you know what I want the college kids. You know what I'm saying? Well, I, yeah. I know what they want to hear. So yeah, want, let me yeah. just rock. So he's like, I want more engagement. This room hasn't been getting engagement. So I'm like, yo, if I come in here and tell people I'm coming in here, they going to flock. Yeah. Just letting you know. Like, they going to come. If you tell them I'm in that room, it's yeah, really going to be come. a <laughs> – He's like, well, we'll work up to that. So I'm like, whatever. So the first week, the first night he wasn't there, we turned it up. Excuse me. Not a lot of people came that night because it was, you know, beer yeah. pong room, whatever. It's my first time. But then words start getting around. So they're like, hey, Q really snapped. Like, he, and he playing them that hits. Shit. You know, you go to Seville, you're going to listen. Yeah, you go to Seville, you're going to hear, yeah, yeah. Like, like hey, in 2003. Par- hey, party in USA. Okay, right? you know <laughs> so I'm in there dropping hits that, you know what I'm saying, something that came out last week. You know what I'm saying? I'm, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I I was trying to show Seville, like, what you could be, your possibility. Yes. Because, you know, us. Yes. We, like. The going out. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, we want to go, but we can't because we don't want to hear this. Exactly. We don't want to hear the trash. And then they always, they always cut the shit off too soon. Okay. Like, Something crazy. How to do it. They, they always find a way to ruin it. Yes. <laughs> so, okay. So I do the first night. He hears from somebody that yeah. I'm playing the music that he didn't want to hear. So he texts me before he comes back, like, hey, heard you did well last night, yeah. but yeah. I said I didn't want it. So I'm like, okay, I'm I'm on the line, but I'm still going to run my race because when I left that night, the bartenders were like, we're going to email him and tell him to bring you more because I'm putting money in their pocket like crazy. Exactly, the more people over there, okay, I'm bringing more business, I'm putting, more people okay, drinking. Bar, stop playing. Exactly. So I only had a s- six or seven week at Seville. Seville. Extremely underpaid. Right. Extremely underpaid. I worked from nine to two in the morning and made like one fifty. Wait, that is, whoa, whoa, hey, whoa. DJs, do not ever t- that's not even fifty dollars an hour. I, I'm about to say what fifty. That's not even fifty dollars an hour. And he and, and how much money I know how much money Seville make on special oh. on a Thursday night. Uh because I have been a, a benefactor of uh okay, right. making them some money. Yeah. But uh yeah, uh they got they, yeah, they, they think they okay janky. Yeah. But this is me like I'm bright eyed, bushy tail. So I just knew. started DJing. You knew, so you yeah, know. so I'm new to the game. I'm just you know what I'm saying. Whatever the, the price he threw out there, I was gonna say yes because yeah. I want to DJ. Yeah, uh, for the love of it, and like I said, legacy. I want to do something in my city. I ain't never done. Yeah, exactly. So for him to give, pay me that, not even fifty dollars an hour, and then complain that he was paying me too much. Anyways, so I did a six-week stint. I got clips and videos of that beer pong room being so filled that you can't walk through. And you can't play beer pong. Right, exactly. (laughs) And he's like, I don't want this to be another club. I don't have security. I'm like, nobody's in here fighting. Everybody's leaving that stage. Coming over here. In here, because the hits are over here. I'm getting requests. Um, That's the most 
um, engagement that I've ever had. There's the most engagement that room's ever had. I got people coming up to me like, "What's your name? Let me follow you on Instagram. Let me DJ my party next weekend." You know what I'm saying? Do this. You playing them hits, bro? Like, da 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 da. So I'm like, I'm doing well. This last week of Seville, yeah. I DJ there. I didn't DJ. Yeah. He said, "Let's have a meeting before," and I already knew he was going to try to get on me by my music. So we had a meeting before the night started, and it didn't go the way I wanted it to. Yeah. He can't. He wouldn't open up his eyes and realize, like, you know what I'm saying? He told me, like, you're bringing in more revenue than we've ever had, but you're not doing it my way. <laughs> that means your way is not obsolete and so needs to was, change. Right. So I was like, <laughs> what's you know the problem? What? I, was, I was like, wait, what, so what's the problem? So, yeah, so I'm. I, but I'm so frustrated, KG there with me, KG, like, bro, don't snap on, bro, when we have this meeting, bro. It's not worth it. So I'm like, okay. So buddy just cranking up on me, getting mad. I'm trying to hold it in, so I'm laughing. He's like, I can tell that you're not understanding what I'm saying. I'm like, I don't. So he was like, so what's it going to be? You're either going to play and what he called it, rock and roll listening music. He said he wanted to have the beer pong room play music that they would play at Hooters. I said, but these kids aren't coming here for that. But anyways, <laughs> he was like, we going to do that or we not going to do nothing at all? I said, all right, I guess, we'll cut ties. I, say, I guess we ain't doing shit. So I was like, we'll cut ties. And he was all upset. And uh, I had to let everybody know, like, yep, is the reason why I'm not yep. coming back to Seville. It's, exactly. It's, and that was my stint at Seville. That, some things just don't never change. Ever. And Seville is one of those things that will never Ever change ever, and the funny about I ran to a girl who actually best friends with the niece or the or the granddaughter okay. of the dude. Yeah, I'm just waiting for the dude to die. So if she take <laughs> over, I can <laughs> sneak. Can right. I can sneak in. I was like, hey, baby, <laughs> um, you know what? We can get married, but we don't got to get married. We can just make this a business marriage, and right. we can keep it going. Keep it. I can I can get this shit right. <laughs> right. But that's man. That's why Wild Greg's. Coming straight up, better and better, better and better. But Shit. even though Wild Gregs did have that little, they had a little problem too. Okay, but, hey, but they, but they, they got about, it. Yeah, they got yeah, it right. Yeah, they got new management. They do get a jump. And in think it about now. it, the dude that was, that said that yeah. his wife is black. I was like, damn, wow. you fucking up. Crazy. Fool. <laughs> I was like, oh, you fucking up all the way. And yeah, buddy at Seville. I think he's kind of um, that runs Seville. I want to say he's pretty yeah. deep in the in the Pensacola's nightlife. Because um, I actually got. Through Seville, one night, plays DJ w- couldn't show up, and they called me, um, and I went and turned play out. Man. But I play, really, play be the spot. Play was live, bro, and I was <laughs> like, I would love to come back. Like, y'all seen what I did tonight? Like, I would love to come back here, but they was awesome. We already got. That's a house DJ. I'm like, whatever, bro. And that's how they be sometimes, but they don't say the house DJ don't be there for, like, oh, so long. Right. But also, if you got something new that's better, that's the thing about it. Most people are scared to take the chance on something new. Right. Because one, it's not their way of doing it. Right. Even though it may be a better way of doing it. But, you know, we're creatures of habits. Right. So It is what it is. I appreciate <laughs> like, the lessons that I learned from all of this. That's oh. all I can take from that is lessons. Exactly. That's what I think that was everything is in life is just a lesson. Because you're either learning or you're losing. That's straight up. And either way, a loss is learned as, as how you look at it. Yeah, depending <laughs> on how you take it, boy. Exactly. Kobe said he didn't take losses, he took lessons. Exactly. Because, hey, every dollar spent was well worth it. Yeah. And every lesson learned was well worth it. No matter how hard it burnt or right. how, how much glory came, but uh, it was well worth it. Facts. 
So you done did DJing, you done been right there at the door of the NFL, yep. had a breakout season, almost quit. So what's what's the future hold? I'm just saying, because look, that, you got a lot of, look, you got a lot of opportunities, a lot of doors, and like, right. you're still in the process of growing. Right. <clears throat> so what is next? All right. See, let's, I'm going to start with the music. <laughs> Okay, let's and then go. I'm gonna get to the football. Okay, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> All right. So, right now, for in the future, right now, um, me and KG have put together our own producer label um, called Brunch Boys Nt. Okay. Um, so we got a whole collective of different producers that we know um, to form one whole team. So six of us. D- hey, damn. Hey. Six, <laughs> right. Hey. No. No. Low key. Yeah. <laughs> That's the same thing we did with Foy. Yeah. Because, <laughs> look, because people don't know. You remember Gilp and Romance was a part of, like, Vice City. Yeah. Uh, Jeremy, Harry, Marcus, they had a thing called TLC. Mm-hmm. I was actually part of Juice Squad. <laughs> Word. So I was – and I had moved into the next, and we all in room 484. Yeah. And I was just like, bro, we threw a, we threw a pool party together. I remember the beginning of the year, that was 2016, it was the pool party. Yep. We did back-to-back weekends. Yep. And I was looking at this shit like, damn, this shit packed both weekends. I was like, damn, look at this potential. Right. And I said, fuck it. We could probably make more money together than we can do separate. So why not just come together and right. the original six? That's uh, <laughs> Right. <laughs> yeah, and it's way, everything is way more easy with a team. I don't care. You know what I'm saying? Packs. Everything's easier with a team. Yes. Everything. So, we got um, producers from all over. I got a homeboy, homeboy Danny V, um, from California. Damn. I got my homeboy Malcolm, who actually grew up with me in Navarre. He lives in Tallahassee now, but he's from Spain. Okay. Um, my homeboy still Bishop. He from Pensacola, Milton. Um, KG, me, and then KG's cousin <clears throat> Z, Stupid Juice. He from Melbourne, Florida, so down there in the Orlando area. Okay. So we put a collective of group together um, just to help each other build um, through their production career, through their music career. Everybody can, add, Everybody can add, add a different saying? flavor. Right. You could tell me something like, add this to this beat. You could, you know what I'm saying? Danny V is like, y'all need to go about y'all videos this way. Everybody got, you know what I'm saying, criticisms. And yes. you seeing this man have more success than you, you could be like, you know what I'm saying? What is he doing that I need to? You know Step my game up. So that's one thing for the future we got going right now. We kind of just um, started uh, releasing stuff together as a collective. We just dropped okay. our first vlog on YouTube. Oh, y'all seen? I seen that. Yeah. I seen the vlog. So yeah, so we 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 on the process right now. You heard it here first. Um, so we got the brunch boys going on. I still have my individual act through music. Um, I go. My producer name is Still Searching. I go by Produced by Still Searching. Um, I still got things on the way. I just dropped the tape with my boy Danny V. Still searching for Danny V. We got another tape. He got another tape coming out, Lost and Found, on March 22nd. I got a track on there. Um, but, yeah, still in the music biz. Yeah. I still DJ, too. I ain't had a gig in a minute, but if you need me, I still do that. Yes. <laughs> um, and, yeah, other than that, the Brunch Boys Collective, me DJing and, and still searching, producing, that's what I've been on, uh, just trying to elevate that and continue to make a name for myself, continue to grow with that. That's it for the music. Okay. But. Yes, sir. Let's get into the yeah. Get to get into the football. You yeah, said football yeah. now. Because hey, a lot of them, they, they kind of go hand in hand. Right. <laughs> December, late December, I got a phone call from my 
old rec- my receiver coach from 2019. Okay. He's not here no more. Coach Rob, he calls me. He's like, yo, I just got a call from one of my good friends that I used to, that I used to play arena football with back in the day. He coaches arena football now. Okay. <clears throat> arena football this year didn't have a season because of COVID. Yeah. They come back 2023. So there's another league called the IFL, the Indoor Football League. Um, the His homeboy, that coach AFL, of course, had to take the year off from a- AFL because it's not no season this year. Yeah. So he went to the Indoor Football League, and now he's coaching this year at the Indoor Football League since he can't coach in the arena. Okay. So he's like, yo, he just moved over to this team in the IFL. They recruiting. He said he's seen your highlight film on Twitter. He know me from Back AFL. Then. He was like, what's up with Q? I just watched his film. Ain't no way this man – and don't got cleats on no more. Exactly. <laughs> so, I actually had indoor football league offers coming out of college, but I was like, "What the fuck is that?" To, yeah, <laughs> and, and I'm trying to go, go to the NFL, that. right? So, kind of neglected them. Um, but this one just felt different because of the way that it came. Like, I feel like it was a sign from God. Like, it wasn't an email. Like. This is the indoor football league. Come try out for da 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 da. This was a direct call to this man to get to me. Like I seen Q. I'm calling you because I know you, yeah. and you coach Q. Yes. So what's the deal with that boy? I need him. Yeah, I team. need him. He's a dog. Like call him and ask him if he's still trying to do some league stuff. Whoop de whoop. So I'm like, dang, that just this just fell on me in December one, 10 a.m. one December morning. Like I'm like, hello, Coach Rob calling me. Like, I ain't talked to you in a minute. He like, so Q, what you want to do, bro? Like, he's like, I know it's the IFL. Not that people know about it. It looks kind of low. You know what I'm saying? You're not going to get paid that much. But he like, this could be your, Catalyst. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's propel you yeah. back into the light of, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I can remember, y'all, I played ball. Like, I'm that dude. So I was, I was like, all right, give me Buddy's phone number. I'm going to chop it up with him. So I called dude. Uh, we on the phone. He like, bro, I, somehow I came across your highlight film on Twitter. And then, you know what I'm saying? He was gassing me, like, you do this well, you do this well. Like, what, what happened? And I told him pretty much what I told you. Like, COVID came, yada, yada, yada. He's like, dang, bro, like, I know a lot of people in your situation. Mm-hmm. He's like, but I'm letting you know right now, like, I'm trying to give you an opportunity to get back in front of the camera and get some film. So who you, you know what I'm saying? He was like, I'm not trying to have you in the IFL for four seasons. Like, he was like, I'm trying to give you an opportunity to get something on film so that you could take that film and market yourself. And maybe you go to the Arena Football League next. Then you go to the XFL. Then you yeah. make that jump to the I see the, I see the XFL coming, coming back. back right. And, and it's coming hey, so the boys come back hard. Right. <laughs> so he's like, I'm trying to give you an opportunity. He was like, your 2019 film is unbelievable. But he was like, that was three years ago. Yeah. So if you try to market yourself for the XFL when they come back and you're showing them film for three years ago, even though it's hard, they're gonna be like, "This was three years ago." What you do? What can yeah, you what do, you do now? now? What can you do now? Right. So I was like, "Bro, dude, got a point." And then he was like, "So I'm trying to give you an opportunity. Come play for us. We're gonna go March to August. Come play for us. Snap. You're gonna get film. Use that film to market yourself. Prepare yourself. Now you got something you can ship to the XFL when they come back. Like." Quentin Randolph, pick me yeah. up. This is what I do. Here my 2019 film, and I just did this last year. Like, you know what I'm saying? Do this. 
So while he's telling me that, I'm like, man, this this is like a sign. So then he tell me he just signed a quarterback named J. Rue Campbell. Now I know that name. Okay. I can't remember where I know that name from, but I know that name. <laughs> J. Rue won the twenty eighteen D two Heisman at Fair State. What's, right. that the, what's that the team y'all played again? In, in, in 2019, the, and it's the game before the Natty. Yeah. Okay, so 2019, J. Rue was supposed to come back. He got in trouble with the team or something, so he yeah, got kicked off on 2019. He won the Natty 2018 when they lost – when Ferris State lost to Valdosta in the Natty. Yeah. He won the D2 Heisman 2018. 2019 comes, he gets kicked off the team. I don't know what happened. He got kicked off. We were scared of that boy. Like, when we had Ferris on our schedule, yeah. we was like, bro, we got to play J. Rue Campbell. Like, that boy is that, goaded. That name. You know what I'm saying? Like Tom Brady. Right. Like, we got to play Tom him. Brady on but, your shit. Right. But then we found out he was gone, so then we was lit. Like, we dodged a bullet. <laughs> but when Buddy on the phone was talking to me, he was like, we just signed J. Rue as a quarterback to this same team. I'm like, J. Rue Campbell? He's like, yeah, you know him? I'm like, Fair State? Heisman winner? He's like, yeah. I'm like, Send me the paper. <laughs> like, send me the contract right now. Like, That's God. You know what I'm saying? That's I got a dog on my team, too. Send me the contract. So, all that to say, I'm going, what's today? What's February 20th. 20th. Yeah, 20th. February 20th. This is my last week in Pensacola. Damn. March 1st, I will be leaving to go to Arizona, Prescott Valley, Arizona, to start my new career. With and your the journey North, back to? With the North Arizona Wranglers. Back, back, back on that field, back on that gridiron, March first. Yes, sir. Hey, hey, look, and I put this on your podcast, and not a lot of people know that. Like, I haven't really told anybody because I've been trying to be on some. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I'm finna dip off and get right, and then y'all gonna, you know, what I'm saying y'all gonna see me like, boom, yeah, like what the, where what you, you at? Yeah, and then it's like, damn, you playing? You know what I'm saying? But. I bet, you know what I'm saying? Show my boy some love on the podcast. Like, you, know, you heard it here first. Exclusive. Exclusive, exclusive. Oh. Like, not too many people know that at all. Like, not even, you know what I'm saying? Not people people Man. close to me. Hey, look. God moving that whole situation. I know. Hey, look, this, hey I just want to say this. And I got to ask you this. Okay. So, once you, because look, I don't believe God done moving. And I right. believe everything happened for a reason. Right. And this journey is not going to be. Ain't gonna be easy, but I believe this is a journey that is had to happen for yeah. you to get to like level and you understand the business side before you even step into the thing. All right. So when you make it to the NFL, right? Okay, okay, cool, cool, cool. Okay. When you make it to the NFL, <laughs> I just need you to come back All right. on the podcast and, and run it back. And we gotta run it back. Okay, for sure. But also Okay. Cause I'm started doing more of my writing and my acting stuff. Mm-hmm. So can I I I need to know that I get the rights to write your fucking story. Ah! <laughs> And bring hey, it to the big hey, screen. Hey, okay, okay. Hey, hey, look, hey, look. You're going to be my first option because yes, I had already said once I get to the league that I was going to write a book on my journey and my life to the league. Yeah. So. Let's go. Sir, we can go ahead and definitely make that happen. Yes, sir. Hey. Crank that up for can, sure. Hey. I get. I ain't gonna get Will Smith to play you. <laughs> I can't do that. I ain't gonna do you like that. But I make sure I get somebody at five. <laughs> From from little from little Steve, yeah, college Steve, yeah, to okay. NFL Steve. Okay, yeah, we gonna get it right. Yeah, we gonna get it right for sure. I'm gonna get the height rights and everything. It ain't All gonna right. be no. Hey. All right, we gotta make sure it's 100 percent though. Oh yeah, trust okay. me. Hey, I'll make sure like, like Chance said. Uh, when which was on Sunday, not Sunday Candy. Uh, um, uh, when song come down. I make sure it prove it through my wife. Make sure she get it right because lightness. Hey, I'll make sure. Hey, everything is exactly okay. how. It happened. Right. I ain't going to – hey, ain't cut no corners. Word, word. I'm with that. Man, with that. 
Bro, ain't gonna, you just gave me goosebumps. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I get goosebumps talking about it too, bro. And I'm like, dang, it's right. That's a, it's right, right around the corner. Yeah, I'm man, lit though, bro. I'm I'm excited for you. I'm excited for not just man, bro. Let's just say like when you have faith of mustard seed. Yeah. Cause like funny thing about it, my uncle told me this. Cause most people don't know this too. Okay. Cause you know I got in that situation. Man, yeah. Man. Before I got in that situation, I had got casted on Are You the One, <laughs> the MTV series. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it kind of, you know, all that went away. Right. And then came back, you know, trying to find my way back through acting and everything too. And my uncle was like, "Bro, you know, sometimes God put a roadblock and an obstacle in your way." Because you wasn't ready for the blessing, and if you would have got that to that blessing right then and there, you would have done something. You should have yeah, done. Yeah, you would yeah. destroy the opportunity. <laughs> yeah. You'd have been right back where you was at. Right. And you would destroy it yourself. I was right. Like, and when he said it like that, I was like, I was like, damn, that means my story ain't over yet. Right. So everything that happened, yeah, it was just a a roadblock to get you spiritually and mentally ready to understand that man, this what you about to take over. Man, remember who the praise go to, right? And, and that man through it all. And I didn't always had your back. Exactly. Right. Exactly. That's a fact. That's a fact. And that's why I'm like, man, hey, ooh, and, yeah. And roadblocks <laughs> might take. Roadblocks might have you hold up for a minute. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? The traffic might be deep for a minute. Exactly. But it's going clear. And when it do, you got to be ready. And say, that was I tell people all the time, like even my co-hosts and like everybody else. Like in class, I feel like I'm more like a mentor now when I'm in school. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, as a young you kid. a little more grown. Exactly. Yeah. I just turned 30. Yeah, <laughs> sure. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'll be like, yo, you just got to be prepared for the opportunity when it presents itself. You never know when the opportunity going to present itself. So you got to always be ready to take advantage of the opportunity in the lifetime of that opportunity. Sugar Hill Gang, <laughs> old school rap group. They said, if you stay ready, you, you ain't got to get, get ready. ready. Oh, God. Straight up. Man. Oh, shoot. I, I don't even, bro. That was just some. Oh, I can't. I don't even know what to say. Man. You, got, <laughs> you got me over here, like, bro. I'm. I'm just excited for you. I'm just glad to see this happen. Yes. I Hometown story. Yes. 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 Man, but anything else you want to tell these people, man? Other than, like, what about what everything else? Man, really? Um, nah, I don't really got much to say. I just want to. You know what I'm saying? I never really, I look back at a lot of interviews I did. I never really got to, like, say thank you for real. I mean, I tried to, but, like, thank you. You know what I'm saying? If anybody watching this, if you supported me, like, through anything, you bought a ticket to come to a game, you clicked on a link I told you to click to watch my beats or hear my beats. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? The shorties that, you know what I'm saying, <laughs> gave me hugs and stuff <laughs> in the dorm rooms. Like, you know what I'm saying? Everybody, yo, everybody that helped me on my way to where I am now, like, thank you. Even even all the enemies, like yeah, yeah, you know all the bad things that people done did to me, like I appreciate that, like for real, for real, and uh, yeah, and to my boys that's going to the draft this year, yes, like we said, roadblocks, Happen. they could be there for a reason. Yes. So I want all my dogs to make it. Um, I'm really excited. We got that boy D Bell who's been doing it. I mean, Facts. he might he might be the first one to break that code of getting drafted. Like, Damn. he he didn't played in the Shrine Bowl. He played in the um, NFL PA Bowl. Like them some big bowls, them big, big them the biggest so. them NFL Network TV. Yeah. So yeah. like, see that boy do that. It's like amazing. He gonna open up that door. 
mm-hmm. for the rest of the people that's coming too. Because if he come do pro day here, he bringing them scouts. Now you got yeah. eyes on you. Know what I'm saying the eyes so, on D2, just like they going on HBCU. Right, exactly. So I'm like, shout out to all them boys that's going to the draft this year too. Keep your head up. I know that's coming up. They got they 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 joining March 11th. Yeah, because actually they was out here. The, this weekend on Friday. Yeah, the Exos do. The Exos yep. getting shit ready right. for that. Right. So, hey, it's, it's, it's about that time. It's about that time yep. that we open up another door. Yeah, it's next chapter. March, March, April, uh, March, April, May, June. That's a big time. Yeah. In your career, because you can be you get drafted. It's your pro day. Then it's you can get drafted, or if you don't, then it's you getting picked up for training camps. Yep. And then you get that one opportunity. And, and when he's a. Don't, don't miss Eminem, your chance to blow. Hey, Eminem, Eminem. I was about to say, Eminem, Eminem, don't miss that shit. Oh, shit. So, question. This right. is, so, now you're looking back at it now. Yeah. The, connecting the dots. Okay. Was it all worth it? Whew. And that's a question that I think about all the time. Yeah. I think it was worth it. I ain't see it as a jit. You know what I'm saying? Because I was 18 years old. I thought I was the hottest thing since sliced bread. And I'm like, we all get that. Right. I'm like, I'm not playing. Like, you crazy? First off, I was mad I had no offers. Like, y'all, y'all really trying me? Like, look at my accolades in high school. Like, whatever. But, yeah, I think it was all worth it. You know what I'm saying? Because it's like, one, you know, they say, you, know, you can't take that natty from me. Like, yeah. That's never going nowhere. nowhere. That's in the history books That's forever. Yeah, like you can never take that from me. And um, that was the school's first. First. You know what I'm saying? First. The first one of the dribble. So <laughs> it's like that that's crazy. That that makes of course that makes it worth it too. But another thing that makes it worth it is the journey. Like I get to tell people about my journey. Like and it wasn't always yeah. sunshine. So for somebody else that could be coming up and they could see my story and be like, dang, like so if they hit a roadblock they can be like, damn, I remember Q didn't play for exactly. two years. And look where he, you know what I'm saying, look where he made it. So they can hold their head down and not just give up on sight like I was about to. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, it was definitely all worth it because, like I said, the bumps, the scars, the bruises, they they tell stories, man. They're good, exactly. good enough stories for you to be like, come hop on my podcast. Oh, so, I like, hey, I knew you know just, just off of personal alone, like, man, something that you want to have to tell me. That's going to connect to some young man that's going to probably go through the same thing, like you just said, right. that you went through. Right. So, what is the one message you would tell Q, from Q right now, from Q to 18 year Ooh. old, before he, before he, he's got the uh, no, no, no uh, offers? Okay. What's the one message you would tell 18 year old Q? Mm. I'm telling my partner, man. I'm telling him to open up his eyes more and enjoy the journey more. Um, I'm telling him to stop chasing. You you so blind to chasing the end goal that you gonna miss all the steps that you took to get here. Like I ain't cherish enough yeah. of the things that I went through to get to where I'm at. Like I'm gonna tell buddy, like you're know saying, really just relax, bro. Like. It's cool, like it's real. It's really okay. I know you're not where you want to be, bro, and that's okay. That's a great mindset for you to have. That you upset, you're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. But it, like, like you said, it's not the end of the world. It's a roadblock, bro. It's gonna clear up. So I would tell, bro, like, cherish everything, bro. Like, you suck. That end goal is coming. Like, you're already a determined dude. You know you're gonna get to the end goal, but you run into the end goal like this. Eyes closed. Yeah, you you missing all of this, bro. I missed out on 
relationships with people. I've ruined relationships with people. Like, I mean, and those things happen on your way to the top or whatever you do in life. You go, anyway. you know what I'm saying? But there was some that I ruined myself, you know what I'm saying, being hard on myself that I'm like, dang, like, that's something back, I would have told myself back in the day, like, it ain't even worth it, bro. Like, right. it ain't even worth it. Relax. That's the main message. Relax. 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 Yes, sir. Man, well, on that note, man, I'm going to go ahead. We got to end this episode right now, but I'm always going to leave y'all with this one message. Dream big dreams because small dreams have a little magic. And how big would you dream if you know you couldn't fail? And remember, I love y'all. I thank y'all. I want to thank Q for coming on and giving us the exclusive, uh, telling his story. I know he touched somebody watching this. Word. Somebody watching this right now that needed to watch this. So Word. I just know. And I just want to say thank y'all for watching and supporting. And be on the lookout when Q hit the lead. Yes, sir. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey we, you heard it here first. He's going. I, I guarantee. Hey, I feel it. Yes, sir. I feel it. And peace, love, and your happiness always. Better throw some respect on my name Gotta rent my knees, folks, on the daily Cause I ain't really been myself as lately My mind's evolving and my heart is changing Starting to see the world how it should be It's positively sweet like a half full glass of tea And I know every day my grandmama pray for me hey. And I know exactly what she probably say about me Give that girl some love